Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Astria d and I am your host and DM this evening, the green protagonist. And with me, I have all my friends. Well, not all of them. One of them is currently away. But here, we're going to start with Chips. Hello. Um, my name is Gabe, and I play MK002. Oh, what's your class? Oh, I am a... Uh... Boy, it's been a long time. I am a <laughs> boar. I'm a monk. I'm a monk who's booting up their character sheet. Who is a? I'm. What's the robot boys called? They're called a uh, warforge. Warforge monk. That's what I am. All right, Jin, your turn. <laughs> Bonjour. I play pizza, a drow cyborg who does not speak common. But he does speak undercommon, which is, you know, my terrible French. And I don't speak French. So it's a shit show. We speak French more better than we do. Oui, monsieur. <laughs> All right, General, your turn. I am playing James Braun, a dwarf bard of the creation. And joining us for the first time in one of my sessions this evening, Mammoth Grunt. Hey there. Um, yeah, I am Mammoth. I will be playing Zio Diatore, a human assassin, rogue, and monk. And we are missing uh, Zero Fuji this evening, who usually plays Ambadi. He had another event that he had to go to that was of higher priority than us, our dear, his dear friends. All right, let's see. Where do we pick up? So last session, the players had just barely cleaned out the wine cellar and they had so the beginning of the session was them figuring out the puzzle that was down there, which they discovered there was a false bottom on the open chest. The follow on the top, by the way, guys, was the coins that the servant had taken. Just so we're clear on that, it was not the foam and the canister in the prank chest. Um, so they opened the bottom of that chest. They found a stash in the wall. Um, they went back upstairs, encountered a couple more trap mimics, and then went to the upper floor, where they then entered the master bedroom, and we had a discussion about the paranoia system that it came up with, which I will be addressing further in, and and they, we, we found a little bit more treasure. The other thing we ascertained from that room was that somebody had apparently been going through the clothing articles that were stashed away in the closet. It appears that this building has been ransacked, and we know this for relative certainty because of the clothing and because of the window downstairs being smashed inwards. All right. So first point of order. So I just wanted to kind of give you guys the goal statement of what I was trying to go for with the traps. I know that we have had some confusion with when a mimic jumps out at you, what type of encounter that is. And I just want to make it, I want to clarify that I'm trying to use them more as traps than as encounters, which is why I'm trying to do the little quick combat thing. And so I just kind of wanted to give you guys a more clear expectation for what that entails. When you're ambushed, the mimic goes first because it's a surprise round, right? And all I want that combat to entail is just a trading of blows for two rounds. And then if nothing else changes, it is assumed the party converges on it and destroys the mimic. And so the trap threat is the mimic attacking twice. 
and you can mitigate that by killing the mimic before it, it does anything to you. I was going to say, I feel like I missed something about specifically the paranoia encounters. Because, like, the, the trap part, pro the proximity trigger of the trap part makes sense. And uh, if you do something like MK managed to do with the stealthing in the basement, that would also be an appropriate time to make it so it doesn't just do the traditional trade-off. And the only time a single mimic trap will devolve into an actual combat requiring an initiative roll is if more than one trap is activated at a time. Okay, that sounds fine to me. I think the biggest issue that we've been having is the part where we're trying to suss out which ones are the mimics with somebody shooting at everything and poking at everything. Same with pizza. And I can't remember who else has been poking around at things, but that seems to be the big issue. All right, so he, let me get into the paranoia then. So I amended the paranoia somewhat based off of what we talked about at the end of last session. You, so here's the new readout. You can have up to six points. Any points past the six inflict 1d4 psychic damage. If you have six points, you start seeing things. It's up to you to role play and say what this entails. So do it with that as you will. If you don't want to do anything with it, that's fine too. Getting ambushed get, gives you a point of a paranoia with no save. You can ask how many points you have. I have a little counter sitting on my desktop now. And you can just ask me and I'll tell you how many points I have on my counters. Um, if I want to give you a point of paranoia for something, you can now request to make the DC wisdom save, which is, I think it's a DC 14. And you guys should all have a plus one to your wisdom from that food you ate on the docks as well. That's still active for the next six hours, I believe. And uh, for every two points you guys have, the DC goes up by one. So, you, as, because, you yeah, know, as you become more and more paranoid, it becomes harder to pull a person out of that. Right, it's a self-feeding monster. I want to say, if you guys come up with creative ways, like MK slapping M somebody last time, anything you do to try to calm down, roll the wisdom save, and it could successfully make you calm down. But the most effective way to make you calm down is shooting a mimic successfully knowing exactly which one's the mimic okay so to start the session off zeo you are currently on the boat with yotina and joy so just a little bit of a exploration of the things that happened with zeo while he was on his lonesome so since arriving on the island you just kind of stayed on the boat yotina was here too the party initially stepped off with joy and then Joy came back by herself. You heard some scuffling, and then somebody came back, said, Tieflings everywhere! And you were alerted to the situation. So you are aware there's something here. It looks like furniture, and it's attacking the party as they go. I don't know if you were, like, immediately drawn to do anything with that information, but would you say there's anything you could do to prepare for that? Um, so... Yeah, Zio will take a swig from his wineskin. And he will just, he'll look at Yotina and he will say, The ragazzo seems to need me. I must go. Now, uh, hold your horses. They asked us to get a message out, ask for reinforcements, see if anybody will come to help. And uh, I don't know about you, but I don't have any magic that could get a message that far away. We have to think of something. Oh, Bene, Bene. Let's, let's take the ship and let's sail away. 
<laughs> just gonna leave us here. All right. So I accounted for this. You're gonna take the skill challenge route. <laughs> All right. So you are piloting the ship essentially by yourself. It's a small sailing vessel. Um, definitely meant for a small amount of crew rather than a large amount of crew. I do wonder what skill would you use for navigation? I feel like that's a vehicle's role. But obviously, if you want to try to use the ship by yourself, just give me a reason for or to justify your action, and we'll see if you can get out to sea. I don't I don't think that Zio would actually do that. Um <laughs> He, he was being sarcastic more than anything because she's not going to be any help. And what's he going to do with this fucking blue horse? He can't sail a ship by himself. It's so. a small ship. If, if, you could, if you knew how to sail, then you would be able to pilot the ship. But assuming you don't, you might have some figuring out to do. I don't think Zio knows anything about boats. He does know about horses, though. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, you do know something about cities, right? Uh, yeah. yeah a little um, bit. Would you say you're traveled well enough to have ever heard or been to Kings Bay before? Kings Bay. Kings Bay is. No, he wouldn't have left the continent before. Um, okay. So he wouldn't have been to Kings Bay yet. Well, what about intel gathering? We could say you learned something while you were at the dock and the rest of the party was shopping. Okay. Uh, well, you want me to roll for that? History, please. That's a natural one, sir. <laughs> you, in fact, did not get off the boat. You were there the whole time. You had your little book open and you were just perusing your list. Mm -hmm. When Joy was brought, nothing changed. You, you barely altered your attitude at all. So unfortunately, you know no other information that might help you ascertain a easy way to get a message out. As far as you're concerned, the only way to get a message out is to go out to sea and find some way to in, either intercept a boat or just happen to run across a patrol. Yotina, the, on, the only thing that I can think of to do is for us to go out to sea and look for another ship or return to Kings Bay. Well, uh, I mean, I, I could man the rudder. I know what a rudder is. You just uh, turn it hard to port and that will get us out into the water? Based off of the positioning of the boat and any limited knowledge of boats, port would put you more towards land and probably ground you. He blinks very slowly and says, I don't think that's going to work. Well, I'm sorry. I, 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 you know, there's a reason we hired people to get us all the way out here. Definitely not much of a boat person. I, I mean, I could row if you asked me to row, but that's just so dead simple. Benny, Benny, yes. Uh, see, sit here. Um, I will, I will do the the rudder. About to get this horse off the boat. All right. So your first step of the skill challenge is to get Joy out of the boat. Absolutely. And how might you go about doing that? Like I said, Zio knows horses. I'm gonna make an animal handling check. Okay, now, last time I said Zio knows animals, that didn't go well for me, so let's see how well it goes for you. <laughs> I have a plus three, so... Yeah, I noticed that too, and I still rolled a one. I got an 11. That's, is it 11 total? 11 total. I'm sorry, but that does not meet the DC. Okay. 
right. So you're you're trying to coax Joy off the boat, but she knows it's the place she's supposed to be. She's a smart horse. She knows if she goes onto the island, the trouble awaits her there. So she does not want to go anywhere near the island. So she is staying put. All right. He just he. I imagine he's like shoving her and like pushing, and like his feet are moving on like on the boat. Um, he's just doing like oh, just like making a circle with his feet, trying to push the horse off. And it's even harder because whenever you put her your hands on her, they tend to slide around on her on her hair because it's just extra slick for some reason. Yeah. So he just he lets go and he says, Merida. And he claps <laughs> his hands like that. And mm-hmm. then he sits down at the rudder and kind of like shoves shoves Joy out of the way a little bit so that he can sit back there. Alright. And he says, he does like a hand gesture, like go on towards you, Tina. And let's go. Oh, what are you uh, skill checking here? Or what's the commander giving to you, Tina? I'm telling her to start rowing. Okay. So Tina's going to grab a paddle and mm-hmm. she's going to dip in. She's going to push off the dock and she's going to dip into the water and start rowing. Um, you're at the rudder, though, so if she's got a paddle on one side, the boat is just kind of veering out towards the ocean. It's really slow going, too, because Yutina doesn't exactly have the burliest of arms, so quickly she tires out. Are we there yet? Once we get out to sea, I will trade places with her. Okay. Once I don't have to worry about her driving us into the into the beach. All right. So I, I just... I just hold the rudder right here, and I don't move it, right? That is excellent, yes. Just hold it right there. Don't go this way. Don't go that way. We go straight on. I will tell you when to change course. All right, I I think I can do that much. So you are going to be rowing. I assume that is an athletics roll. For the sake of Durab, for the sake of endurance, I should say, there is a sail on this boat. If you so figure, want to so figure out how to capture the wind's power as well. Okay, um, I'm just gonna row for a minute just to see how it goes. If I do any better than your team, that's a 15. That passes the DC. You are much more sturdy than your Tina. Rowing a boat is, you know, with a negative one strength. With a negative one, that still passes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you strain because obviously this isn't the normal type of work you do. But you know you're, you're a full-grown adult man. The waves are calm. This this is something you could do for a good while. You make a good amount of progress getting away from the island, but not as much as if it weren't if if you had another person rowing. If you were using your sail instead, that is a pass. So you're a one-one. All right. I want to look around. Um... I want to make a perception check to see if I can find any any other ships nearby or another landmass close by or like floating barrels of I don't know explosives or something. All right, feel free to do so. What's the thirteen? Thirteen is too low. You are not far enough away from the islands yet. It doesn't appear that any regular patrols come out here. The nearest boats you see are all the way back at the dock. You can you can see the dock from here. Like we established that the islands are just kind of small in terms of distance, but definitely reachable. You can make out buildings and stuff on the dock. 
but you are at least a good three miles away from the dock. And it does not appear that any major vessels are noticing you either, because you are in a much smaller vessel and you are among islands. Hey, my passive perception is 21. What the fuck? <laughs> that was a bad roll, sir. I know your perception's crazy high. <laughs> no, my, pass my passive perception is insane. Like, if I hadn't been looking for something, I probably would have found something. <laughs> Jesus. That is two fails, sir. That's that's fair. You know what? I'm not happy about it, but you're fair. That is a fair thing for you to say. Trying to see. Okay, I I would for, do that. For clarification's sake, the DC is 14. Okay. Okay. So I have to I have to row three miles. It's going to take me hours to get there at this point. Um, by myself. Yeah. And you'll be probably utterly exhausted by the time you do, so that is a bit unfeasible mm -hmm. to just row. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, the boat is well, too big. Why'd you send me out to do this? Why'd you let me do this? All right. You were on the boat! It makes sense for you to have to have done something while the rest of the party explores the house. Okay. Are there any... Are there any... Is there anything explosive on the ship? <laughs> if I passively look around. You can roll an investigation check to see if there are any supplies aboard this boat. But I just wanted to, like, not even try. That's a 10. Sorry. <laughs> Is the ship going to sink? <laughs> Is the ship taking on water? I look at Yotina. Yotina, can you swim? Uh, I mean, I, I I took classes when I was younger, but that, I mean, that kind of just, just throw them in the river, see if they sink. If they don't, then you can keep them. You know, it wasn't exactly uh, the most helpful. I, I can doggy paddle. Ah, I see. Very well. Um, horses can swim. I know this. I know about horses. Okay. You, considering uh, how Joy is looking at the water nervously... And just kind of getting a little bit more restless. You see, she's moving around a lot more than usual, and her breath is getting a little bit more labored. She appears to be distressed. Oh my god! Did she get? Did she get stressed out on the ride over? No, she did not. <laughs> Something's different this time. I, gee, I wonder what. <laughs> it probably helped that somebody was doting on her while the boat was coming over. Also, she doesn't have her emergency hay bale. No, she would. She's that's on the boat. Never mind. Emergency hay bales here, and she's probably trying to break it out to stress eat. Okay. All right. I will help her find her stress food, and then <laughs> we're gonna turn around and we're gonna go back. Uh, you're. Let me see. I did say you get pretty far out. We'll say the the waves are helping you a little bit. They're pushing you back towards land from where you're at. Wait, Let's I didn't try taking the sail out. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I would have done that first. Does that help? Do you want to see if that changes your luck? I do. Let's see. How to take a sail out. What role should that be? We'll say it's Acrobatics. a dexterity role. Yeah. Because I got to climb up there. I got to climb because I imagine it's all like the sails are all tied up. So I climb up to the top of the, the main mast and cut it loose. Okay. I cannot fail this one. <laughs> We'll say more fails for this because normally a skill challenge is going back and forth between people and you have a variety of skills to choose from. In your case, it's just you, so it makes sense that you have to have a little bit more of a buffer. 
we'll run with that. So cool. five cool. fails, three passes. So I rolled a 10, and I have a plus 10 to my acrobatics. Oh, really? Okay, that is a definite pass. It's easy. You climbed up, you climb up there, you undo the little knot there. You don't even, you don't lose grip at all because you know how tight you have to, how strong your hands are. And the sail plops down exactly where it needs to. The ropes are a little bit loose, but you're also really dexterous and you can just climb down, tie those up. And now you are operating under wind power. You are going three times faster than you were before. Okay. Two passes, three fails. All right. Um, what I, oh, moving forward, making progress. I want to intimidate the water. I don't want to do it. Okay. I want to check in on Joy, make sure she's calming down. Oh, you already did animal handling. That was your first yeah. attempt. Yeah, uh, this is this is more like a, I don't want it to be a skill challenge, but <laughs> I'm trying to think what I should do next. You can try to ascertain what place you're more likely to come across a boat. Like you see some that are really far off in the distance, but in terms of encountering a ship as soon as possible, what's your best course of action? Yeah, I'll try that insight check. Mm, yes, because you are trying to go into the psychology of what people might be doing. Okay, that's a four. Sink the ship. You, you cannot figure out where a patrol might happen to come by. That is four failures. You, your best course of action, as far as you're concerned, is getting to where all those merchant ships are going through. Okay, that's that's what I'm doing then. I am just call-assing towards that place. Okay. We'll say you get that far, you get all the way to where the ships are coming and going. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't... All you see are merchant ships. These people don't appear to be necessarily affiliated with the docks. So what might you do here? Did I already use perception? You did. Now, you, you are within shouting range of these people, so... Maybe you can ask for help. I'll do it. I'll say, please, please help. There's something horribly wrong on the island. I don't know what, but the furniture is attacking everyone. Please, please help. Why don't you go ask a guard, you dingus? Shouts some guy who probably sells something really bitter. You look in the back of his car and he's probably got he's a mound of onions. I am still out in the, in the ocean. I'm coming your way, you katzo. And he flips him off. <laughs> the guy has a little bit of a wind-up air horn and he honks at you. <laughs> and he sails along his way. More ships are coming and going. You gotta find some way to get the information out of him. I don't know if you'd prefer to try to use the intimidation check or mm. if you'd want to be more persuasive. I have to be persuasive. Okay. I will talk to the next person that comes by. Uh, the next person appears to be a sheep salesman of some sort, and they have a massive uh, load of cargo. They appear to be leaving the dock. I see. I say, ah, oh, friend. Oh, yeah? Do you know where, this, where the city, where the guard might be? I need their help. There is something wrong, very wrong on that island over there. Uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion. Nope, that's a nature. Thank God it was a two. <laughs> that was a fucking one. Sink the ship. <laughs> you poor, poor man. 
the sheep salesman looks back at you and says, I don't want any of the fuzz on me. I'm getting away with highway robbery here. I just bought these a half copper head. And he just continues sailing on his merry way. Wait, wait, I will give you two gold for the, all of them. Come back. Come back, please. No, he doesn't listen to you anymore. He, now he knows you're after the cops and he feels like he's getting away with a steal. I'm sorry, that is a failed challenge at that point. So your options are to either go to the city and try to get somebody to come back with you, which who knows how long that would take. Your party is currently over there and in danger. And you can definitely see Yotina and Joy are getting antsy as all get out. Yeah. So unfortunately, I will just divert you back to the dock and it is a fail from that point. Okay. We return. We return to fucking Simi Island. <laughs> all right. So you pull you pull the ship back up. At the very least, you have proved that you are able to handle it well enough. So docking it back to where it was is easy enough. But mm-hmm. as you dock, you do hear a sh- sound on the bottom of the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. From here on, you can move as you please. Okay. I want to get... I want to get everyone off the boat. Everyone off the boat. You. Cavallo Blue. Off. Get. Joy looks at you. Yeah. Yeah. She's still not budging. Yotina's like, well, what, what, what do you want us off the boat for? Will it help? And she's like climbing off the boat. See, we need help. We need to draw attention to this place off the boat. Joy's still not budging. She knows this is the place that she wants to be. Go ahead okay. and roll another animal handling check. All right. Guys, I'm going to kill her by accident. That's, <laughs> that's a 15. He suddenly puts a hoof off on the dock, and she takes a step up there. Okay. She does not like the dock. It does creak under her foot because it's just old and ratty. That's fine. I step off of the ship as well, mm-hmm. and then I push the ship away from the uh, from the dock. And now I'm going to light a crossbow bolt on fire. <laughs> and I'm going to shoot Joy's hay bale. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zero will be thrilled about that. Uh, roll an attack roll. Hold on, I gotta equip it. I'll be damned. Never mind, I don't have a crossbow. So I'm just gonna light a fire the normal <laughs> way and push the boat off or jump off the boat. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to get them off the boat. I'm going to push the boat off, and then I'm going to start a fire in the hay bale, and then I'm going to jump into the water and run away to the sh- to the shore. That works. All right, uh, the boat is lit on fire, like any Viking proper Viking funeral would have it, and smoke is beginning to billow up into the uh, sky above. Yotina, as you climb back onto the dock, turns to you and says, uh, Any reason we couldn't just lit a fire on land? He, he looks at her <laughs> and he says, why, why did you wait until I had lit? I'm sorry. Let's you, you know what? You stay here. I'm going to go see what our friends are doing. At this point, the, the mast on the boat snaps and falls into the water. The boat's completely in a place. Fine, fine, fine. All right. Uh, as Zio makes his way back into the building, we are going to return to the party that is in the master bedroom. And we are going to start where we left off with MK. MK, uh, while you were asleep, I pushed you into a magical circle in this room. And a flash of light flared up over your body. 
and when the flight dissipated, your makeup was perfect, and a couple hair braids fell off around you, because I assume you don't have any hair. Okay. So this <laughs> is um, a, like a magical makeup station. Exactly what it is. This appears to be the room belonging to the uh, mistress of the house. Okay. And it is set up for her. The makeup station appears to be just for a quick gussying up whenever company happens to show themselves. Okay. And? And it appears she really liked black lipstick for some reason. That's a bold look. <laughs> that's a bold look. Um, can MK look around the room to try and determine the age of the mistress of this house? Um, yes, go ahead and roll it. Is it investigation insight to try to ascertain that? Because in my mind, insight or investigation for gathering clues, insight for making the determination, but we'll just do one roll. So investigation, please. Okay. Investigation as uh, 16. Okay. You determined that the woman of the house is probably between 35 and 45 years of age. It gets a little more difficult when you don't have like some type of picture to go off of. And it appears that this person dresses really young, but all these clothes are kind of for an older generation. She has weird taste. Mm -hmm. The black lipstick was bold. Um, MK, and just to be clear, MK's mind is fuzzy. He, he ascertains that he's found himself on an island filled with mimics. Mm -hmm. um, he regrets the, the decisions in his life that have led him here. <laughs> in a moment of reflection, and normally unbecoming of MK, um, but he, is, he even—it's he, so fuzzy that he's sort of forgotten the reason that they're here at all. Okay, let me go ahead and give the two quest points. <laughs> so, <laughs> way to dance around it. Back in Kings Bay, you guys went and visited uh, Yotina's friend Amura, who is right. the daughter of one of the uh, heads of the eight houses, right. the house of the swordfish. His, their, their last name is Mikatelaro. So you guys are on this island to check up on the servants who are supposed to be preparing as a birthday gift for the youngest Mikatelaro daughter, Simarilla. Um, you were told there were four servants, and if they weren't doing their job, you were to collect their name tags. But when you got here, you found what looked to be, you know, this. Thus far, you have found one of the servant's tags on a corpse in the basement, and you guys are currently halfway through exploring the house. And okay. you have not found another servant since, but there are places to look at. But ultimately, we're here to find the, the gift. No, no, no. The, the house is the gift. Oh, I apologize. You are here to make certain the servants are doing their job, but... They're dead, so now you're just gathering proof to prove they're dead. Mm -hmm. uh, MK will uh, look around the room at his compatriots and say, uh, if I was sent to a restaurant to check up on the workers and I returned with one of their dead bodies and told a story about how the others were likely dead, I think we fulfilled our obligations. Should we try and leave? Oh, MK. Uh, you're, uh... <laughs> he looks at it, the makeup of MK's face like, uh, you're, you're, you're beautiful. Uh, but, uh, I, I, I think we need to find out, uh, where the rest of the, the workers are. And that, uh, and that face. 
I oh, oh this face. This was on the boat. Oh wait, no. No. Okay, Zeo would know that the vase was valuable and needed, so he wouldn't burn it. Yeah, absolutely not. He would have. He would have brought it yeah, with. No, you are of you are of an open state of mind when the vase was brought out. So the vase would have been set on the dock. Yeah, Zeo filled it with uh, straw for for uh, the stupid blue horse, and he walked away. <laughs> okay, well, I guess. Uh, now was the last name tag found on like a body or was it just found somewhere yeah you found on the body of an orc servant in the basement okay so we're looking so, for specifically bodies and we've of course scanned well, this room you don't know that necessarily we would assume most of them are bodies considering the situation but somebody mm. could be alive still there are three more servants who could have survived mm. somebody is perfectly fine no uh somebody upon seeing mk's new makeup and just the stress of the situation starts laughing like crazy and he collapses in a heap right next to the wardrobe and he just <laughs> and he, he falls asleep mm, sleep well my young protege the little boy just got tuckered out he's just gonna turn around from his inspection in the corner and over by the table and see mk002 for the first time since this happened snicker and say bonjour ma petite femme <laughs> beautiful beautiful I don't understand you, my friend, but I know a compliment when I hear one. <laughs> MK would like to uh, initiate maybe. So these doors, mm. uh, we, which one did we enter from? You entered from the one on the right. You should. I should have made it so you could see. Yeah, I should have walked through so you can see the outer stairwell. Like you should. You can see that kind of in black and white, right? I can't see anything in black and white, but when I move over here, I can see down what looks like a a hallway. That hallway is where you came from. The doors to the north lead out to a closet. The door above the door you're looking out goes into a secret room where you guys found a whole bunch of asteroid gemstones. Okay, and then these two doors up here in the northern side. Mm -hmm. That just goes into a closet where you guys saw a whole bunch of clothes that have been picked through and determined that maybe this house got robbed. Mm. So we've, we've really kind of discovered everything up here. In this room. The hallway continues on. Oh. Um, MK would like to suggest we move into the hallway and continue searching. Okay. In fact, not only will he suggest that he'll walk into the hallway. MK walks out into the hallway where we have all the suits of armor as well as the uh, plants sitting on tabletops. I will, I will remind you the trap system is still active, so definitely be careful where you step. And if you think you know where I might have placed a mimic, you know, just try to suss out whatever logic I might have used. Hmm. MK will stare heartily at all of these suits of armor. Are you doing any type of perception check? No, just staring. Okay. Each suit of armor looks pristine, looks freshly polished. The servants probably came through here and made everything look as nice as possible. No dust? Yeah, no dust. All of these are clean. This area got completely combed over by the servants. It was one of the few places that they actually did manage to clean and didn't get stained after whatever happened. Uh, MK will ask a pizza... Pizza, how long had that dead body been dead? Pizza's going to hear his name and look over at you and say, What? Oh, yeah. James Bronze, <laughs> could you please ask Pizza how long that body had seemed like it had been deceased? Uh, what would that be? Uh, a history check to kind of like figure that out? History medicine. 
I believe medicine's more accurate to determine the uh, amount of time a body is decomposed. And I'm going to say you guys are carrying somebody out of the room so it doesn't get left behind. Nat 20. Uh, Nat 20. You know those bodies have been dead less than a week. Uh, less than a week. And uh, how long does it take for dust to settle on something? A week of dust is pretty, pretty fine, right? I mean, it's noticeable. It would be a very, very, very fine layer of dust. To the point where you'd have to be some kind of dust inspector to know exactly how much, or a really keen investigator of sorts. Sad MK. Uh, and we have not gone through the hallway door on the far right. No, you have not gone that far yet. Okay. Um, MK will. And we know that we sent uh, a Zio. Z- Kenny, I'm sorry. This is the first time I've ever said your character's name out loud. Zio? <laughs> yep. Uh, we know that. We sent Zio on a mission. You know you sent Zio on a mission? And he, I, I guess I don't know. I know that he's not with us. He's on a boat. Yeah, well, you knew he was out there. It might be best to assume that he was either out there to just be with Yotina or to watch after the vase, just whatever you bring out that way. But yeah, he was holding down the fort of sorts. Mm. Of course, you guys are currently unaware of the events that transpired as far as him trying to get help went. Ah, uh, okay. So I will... MK would like to recommend to the party. Team, team model, everybody get real in. It was a mistake to split the party. <laughs> that was a bad plan right from the beginning. We should retrieve the rest of our unit and proceed to burn this place to the ground. Uh, I agree. Thank you. We, we, we do need we do need to we can't burn it down just yet. We gotta we gotta find the rest of those collars, remember? Otherwise, we won't get paid for this job. Mm-hmm. Could we... What's one collar worth? Well, we need all four collars in order to get paid. All four? This seems unreasonable. <laughs> I, in this situation, I agree, but... Uh, Guys, I'm sorry. I can't come up with the perfect motivation for a quest. I, I'm sorry it's not airtight, but... No, 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 no. no. MK is just an asshole. <laughs> What a butthole, jeez. <laughs> the quest is fantastic. MK's just a jerk. Listen, MK, MK, your, your protege, mm. uh, he, he's been watching you, right? He's, he's been ta- right. taking a like to you. Oh. And he was very adamant on finding the rest of these callers, right? Mm. Then, so, we sh- then we must find them. Yes, yes. We, we, cannot, we cannot let down the future generation, James. I know <laughs> you... As aged and close to death's door as you are, would understand <laughs> the importance of prepping the future. Uh, yeah, yes, we could say something like that. Uh, but yes, let, let us uh, go find um, go find Zio and see if Yotina uh, has any insight to what's going on here. Agreed. Let's quickly bounce back to Zio. Zio, you said you were entering the house, correct? That is correct. Um, I was saying, where did I go? Where did I go? Oh my god, I can't find myself. <laughs> you're next to this. You're next to what used to be a Marlin statue, which, from your vantage point, the dock, you would have seen MK have a battle with. And now there is currently mimic slime just kind of slothing down the side of it and mixing in with what water was there. Okay, I'll step around that. Okay, uh, Mammoth enters or Zio enters the house. Mm-hmm. And so what you see is obviously just a, a very big house, uh, somewhat modest foyer in terms of size. Like, this is definitely bigger than any peasant's house, but in comparison to the manor that you saw earlier, it's 
minuscule mm-hmm. in size in comparison. Yep. He he calls out and he says, Ciao, my friends. You guys do hear that because he is currently at the base of the stairs and you guys are right at the top of the stairs. Geo, we're upstairs. Rocco. <laughs> I'll be right up. Be careful. There's there's uh what are they called? Mimics? Mimics, yes. There's tieflings in here. <laughs> so Zio makes his way up the stairs and you guys are reunited. Oh, my uh, friends. Perfect timing. We're just coming to get you. Uh, have you talked with Dotina about what's going on here and what we can do to stop it? She does not seem to know anything about what to do about this situation. But do not worry. I have sent for help. We, we take a momentary cut out of the boat, which is now smoldering and slowly petering out as the boat begins to dip underwater Titanic style. Katina <laughs> is standing on the dock and she's looking out at the boat and she just goes. <sighs> There's still like tons of smoldering smoke coming out. An right? adequate amount of smoke came out of the boat. Okay, <laughs> it's an apt sacrifice. You just don't know exactly what the results of your action are going to equate to. Well, that's, uh, that's good news, Gio. Uh, should we should we wait? Wait for backup? I I think that we uh, don't have another choice. So yes, we wait. <laughs> can, I, can I roll insight on him? Yes, you may. I feel like that's mitigating, but <laughs> I it I, from the way he talked, something's up. Because seventeen. What's, what what's your I... counter roll to lie? It's persuasion. Deception. Well, I haven't oh, said yeah, anything right. that's not true yet. That sounds like advantage to me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I have not told a lie yet. I'm going to persuade. Okay. Body language shows something's up. If he's trying to incite you, he's just trying to determine if he can take any information from your body action. So, deception to hide. Okay, I would have rolled less. Um, so I would have gotten a three. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong, James. Motion <laughs> Zio. We you may Zio not have... doesn't think anything's wrong though. He think he he thinks that he did what he had to do. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong, James. <laughs> All right, uh, a concerned look will wash over <laughs> James's face, and he'll just shake it off. And it's like, well, while we wait, <clears throat> uh, let's uh, let's continue looking through the house. Okay. Agreed. So I'm going to rule that somebody kind of comes to and he's just going to be like, oh, guys, I feel so much better already. Oh, hi, Zio. Who's watching Yotina and uh, Joy, if you're up here? Uh, Joy is watching Yotina and Yotina is watching Joy. And he nods. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, I'll I'll just go check on them. You know, I'm I'm feeling a little better just from resting. Like, you see... Somebody is actually acting much calmer after passing out for some reason. Seems that 10 minutes under the weather did him good. Very good. Very good, my young friend. Yes, you will find them at the dock. Okay. And with that, he is going to go ahead and travel downstairs. I'm just going to go ahead and delete his token. You're not going to warn him about the to ignore the, the burning ship? Zio doesn't have any. Zio doesn't think that he's done anything wrong. He did what was necessary. He owes no. He doesn't feel like he owes them an explanation because there's going to be a huge ship, a series of ships out there when we leave this place. 
And True. he knows that in his heart of hearts. All right. Zio? Mm-hmm. Zio, I see you're walking around a whole lot. Remember, this place is full of traps. Granted, you're going through a disarmed room, but keep that no, in mind. No one has told me anything thus far. I don't, I don't think... I'm not metagaming. Well, let me... The non-metagaming thing is to say every step counts. So make certain you're making steps that count. Uh, it's your first time back. You got to be disciplined like the rest of them. The rest of them got scared into them. <laughs> I will look to my friends and I will see that they're all very on edge. And like I've seen all this slime and stuff everywhere. And I will say, what? What is going on here? Nobody speak all at once. Would you like the long answer or the short answer? Oh, let's start with the short answer. And if I do not understand, we will have to talk some more. Okay. It all started when I was made. <laughs> That's right. He's still like five or six days old. Five days ago. And there was a series of mistakes that led us into an island filled with mimics. <laughs> I see. And they're all over. And we need to find four name tags of which we have found one of the recently deceased staff. And what purpose does this serve? Sweet going, my friend. Yes, uh, the job should pay us uh, one platinum, if I'm remembering correctly. 75 platinum. 75. You guys will get 750 gold for achieving all the name tags, and 750 gold for bringing that vase back. I do not. No, no, no. It's for our choice surgery, remember? No, Joy, the horse. The horse, to, so that we can ride the horse to tiefling slaying Valhalla. <laughs> uh, close enough. Something is clearly, something's clearly up with MK. He's jittery. He doesn't seem to be making a whole lot of sense. His paranoia is currently six. <laughs> oh, Zio, I haven't seen you around a whole lot before. You're looking awful. <laughs> Awful pointy. Pointy. Uh, thank you, my friend. Is he a tiefling? No. <laughs> He's starting to look like one. <laughs> Somebody's using the hallucinations correctly. Good job. Okay. I, I'm i just going to take a stab or a shot at... How do I ping on this thing? Uh, I, I see that you drew something there. It looks like... I think that's like an attack bubble. We'll We'll, we'll run with that. That works. That's what I want to attack. Okay, uh, you choose correctly. That one is a mimic. Okay. So you shoot at the suit of armor. Go ahead and roll an attack roll. Okay, I'm using my crossbow. 18. 18 hits, roll damage. 7. Alright, that's not enough to take it down, but you do spear it in the center body and... Uh, blood or whatever mimics have for blood starts oozing out of it the the armor animates and you can see like the arms puff up and you can see the joints separate where mimic flesh fills those gaps and the pseudo armor turns towards you to start approaching you uh roll another attack roll 19 19 hits roll damage two you this time you happen to hit clip him in the shoulder it leaves a scratch but it's not enough to stop him now he's caught up to you and he's going to go ahead and take one swing at you okay it's on me! The rest of the party is alerted to this, and so, considering the fact that it's already weakened, this is going to be its only opportunity. Because so. 
It rolled a two, so that cut mark that you had made in its shoulder actually ended up damaging its arm, so the arm actually falls off. Mm. At this point, uh, it would be assumed the party's completely on it, and they would be able to eliminate it easily. Okay. That mimic is clear. You are free to move forward. So, as you can see, Zio, uh, this place is uh, completely fucked. <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's a mimic. Or, uh, I mean... A tiefling. I am never seeing anything like this in all of my life. <laughs> that was wait, no tiefling. Wait, Tief- Zio, wait. I'll go over to uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go over to uh, Zio and just like, and she was like, hey, hey. James, tieflings have horns like this. And oh, he, goes, oh, he tries to pull his hood back, but you stop him. I, I cover it in case ears. <laughs> yes, yes. What, um, what did you say, Zio? <laughs> you said that these are awful tieflings. Yes. And we must destroy them. Yes, MK, that's what he said. I, I glare at <laughs> Zio. <laughs> All right, let us move on. All right, yeah. you approach the door. I assume you try the knob. And the door is locked. Bust it down, bronze. So hoist up his halberd. Jew over the port? That's right. Yes, yes. Let's step aside. I I can open the door. <laughs> Pizza's gonna take a swing. Ah, <laughs> oh, pizza. We roll an attack roll. Uh, That's okay. This is Mammoth's first encounter with pizza. It doesn't speak English. <laughs> You're right. Fifteen, sir. Fifteen hits. Roll damage. Seven. You you uh your your polearm goes into the door and it wedges in there. You've made a very heavy deep cut. It probably pops out on the other side. The door is very damaged, but it has not been busted down. Zio step to the front and like pull out his thieves tools. <laughs> yes, you may. You, you so while Pizza's trying to yank the polearm out of the door wood, you step in front of him within reach and you pull out your your metal and you jangle it in front of him. Yeah. Uh, no, no, how bad? <laughs> <laughs> he shingles his thieves' tools and starts trying to pick the lock. Pizza's a little miffed about this. We <laughs> said last time, proficiency with a tool, I assume you're proficient with your thieves' tools, is a plus 10. So roll to unlock. Oh, it's a plus 10, okay. Yeah, proficiency with any tool comes with a plus 10 for free. Gotcha. And how do you roll that? Is that just d20 plus 10? d20 plus 10. That's the 28. My god. This is a simple household lock. You've done this a million times before and whatever your past life lets you do. And the door unlocks. Okay. I look pointedly at pizza. Pizza will just kind of huff. He, he says, finesse. Finesse pizza. Finesse. Lift up the halberd again. Finesse. How bad? All right, James. You open the door. Let me go ahead and read the room description. You see a larger room, clearly meant to house one of the masters of the home. This room looks recently cleaned by the servants of the house. You see a bed against the southern wall. You see some couch cushions, a small bookcase. You see a writing desk, as well as a chest of drawers and a small fireplace. (laughs) Gia, why don't you uh, go in there and look around? (laughs) (laughs) See. See you. Caution, my friend. Many tieflings hide in this room. He kind of cocks his head to the side. He walks in. Okay, Okay, I'll follow behind him. 
So in stepping in, you do see that the writing desk has a couple open books on it. Most of them appear to be just kind of coffee table books, but there is one book in particular that looks written in. Okay. I I read that one. You 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 go through and it says a lot of things about shopping lists as well as things to provide for the house, clothing and things like that. But the near the back of the book, there is a torn out page. And you see what looks to be the impression of a few remaining words in the page behind it. Okay. Can I make out what those words say? By looking at it, it's a little difficult, but you might be able to do so if you focus on it hard enough. And the reason I'm doing this is because Zia's passive perception is insane. That's no fun. All right. Perception check or investigation? What you want? Investigation to study. That's a one. Okay, you can't quite make it out. It's it's a little too faded, and the indents are too soft to really know for certain. Okay. All right. Ah, I do not know. I must move on from this. James, see if you can decipher what this says. Yeah, I'll roll. What was it? Investigation? Yes. Investigation. We need to change my character stats, because that is the lowest stat. Six. A six? Yeah, just reading it, you can't figure it out. The, the impressions are too light. Oh, good. Can't, uh, can't read it. Uh, MK, why don't you take a look at this? <laughs> yes. I will uh, put my fantastic... Oh, that's pretty light. Mm. It <laughs> seems like tiefling script to me. Unlikely. I see. I see. Uh, MK will give it a shot, though. Okay. He'll get real close. Squint <laughs> at it a little. No, like, extra zooming in monocles popping out from his head <laughs> and going in front of his eye. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's just going to get real close and look at it. Okay. I think roll that investigation, then. How's an 11 do? You can make out the first word. It's like, A. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything was written here. <laughs> it's like I, if, and and essence, uns. It's 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 very jarbled. Like clearly, words were written here, but you can't make up actual whole words from that. <laughs> he looks over at pizza, wondering <laughs> what the futility of asking him to read this. <laughs> Correctly transcribe and communicate it to the party would be like, and then he motions him over to it. Pizza will walk over. <laughs> God damn it! You you hand it to Pizza. Pizza, do you speak common? <laughs> but if he can see what the letters are, Un libre? Uh, je ne sais pas lire. Pizza's gonna shrug. All right. Oh, it appeared that uh, Pizza can't read. Poor soul. <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's okay, Peach. We'll teach you later. Oh, <laughs> uh, Gio, what do you see in there? Oh, I see a bed. I see a couch and a sofa. Fireplace. And there seems to be a door. A door? See. Did you over the port? I love it how you guys are just like slowly inching in, waiting for the bomb to drop. There it is. Uh, right as I say that, pizza gets attacked by the bed. 
<laughs> I was gonna sink a dagger into the bed too. Should have <laughs> fucking done it. Okay, pizza. I believe that puts your counter up at four. Go ahead. Oh, I have to roll the first attack. Pseudopod. Nat twenty, sir. Why don't I have the stat block for a minute pulled up? Oh, pizza. <sighs> Get hold of tell me. You don't have adamantium armor, do you? No, it's an eighteen, sir. Okay. Uh, 2d8. So you take 11 damage and you are considered grappled. Go ahead and roll. Or go ahead and roll an attack against it. Oh, that's an initiative roll, but it's an at 20. Uh, if we stuck with the roll, it would be a 24, but I accidentally clicked the initiative button if you want to take it or not. <laughs> I'll take a nat 20 regardless. All right. Mm, oh, right, so we do max uh, plus the roll, so 4 plus 11, so 5. 15. 14. Wait, I'm confused. You're using Halberd, right? Isn't that like a D8 of damage? So max D8. It's a D10. So oh. 11 plus a roll. Okay. And the roll was 4. So 15 damage total. Okay, yes. you take a you take a big chunk out of this bed. You probably cut most of what was the blank in half, but it's still coming at you. This is a bigger mimic than the others, much larger. It's going to make another attack roll against you. This is its bite, which you are grappled, and the mimic has advantage against grappled enemies. Does a 21 hit you? A 21 will do the job. You take six piercing damage and seven acid damage. Those are its two attacks, so the, at this point, the rest of the party would convene on it and slaughter the sucker. All right, sorry that he did get attacked by a bed, and that was a pretty heavy hit. And we are running on the longer side, so we will continue where we left off in just a little bit. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I know it's a bit of a slower start than we usually get, but we appreciate you guys sitting through and enjoying this along with us regardless. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Astria D D shenanigans. Jeez, you chug, man. Dear God. Uh, that was a whole liter of water. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I think that's going in blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, what did I walk back into? <laughs> you walked back into him chugging a liter of water. <laughs> a whole liter? A whole liter. Oh my god. <laughs> the man knows what he likes. <laughs> La prochaine fois, Astra D&D. Well, that was annoying. Something's going wrong, guys. I see no survivors here. Well, boys, it's nice knowing you. Let us ascend. Finesse pizza. Finesse. 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 Albert. Finesse. <laughs>